0: I gotta play, it's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for 61 on April 27th. Ding. free shipping, hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock, oh, no, I got auto pick. Oh. oh, there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button, this is all messed up now. Oh. How'd we get so many auto-picks? Two, one. Nailed it. And, in fact, Steve did nail it in Week 13. Uh, We are pumped up. We're back on the Football Card Quest, baby. 100% dedicated to football cards and fantasy football. We're here to go through the Week 14 slate. The top storylines coming out of Week 13 Look at those prop bets. Look at these card snipes. I'm in the market to buy some cards tonight. Steve, how you feeling, man? We're officially in December.
1: Man, I, you look at the schedule and you're like, man, we were just drafting uh, best ball in the preseason, and here we are. So, uh, I'm pretty excited. We have a lot of playoff pictures shaping up, and uh, there's a lot of them that can go pretty much any direction at this point.
0: Pretty much any direction. That was going to be going to be my first. Like a big, big um, story I want to talk, talk about coming out of week 13 was how the Jags lost on Monday night to the Bengals. But it Mm -hmm. wasn't that they lost, just that they lost. It was that Trevor Lawrence also uh, suffered a high ankle sprain, looks like he's day to day. And then Christian Kirk, Uh, there was one Twitter doctor that said Christian Kirk's balls exploded. But uh, there was some kind of theory that he twisted his balls. I don't know. Some kind of core muscle injury, groin injury. Looks like he's going to have to have surgery. Nonetheless, though, the Jags come out of this past week with a big injuries and a loss. The Texans get the win. The Colts get the win. But the Texans did not come out unscathed. Before we move on to the Texans, though, Steve, your reactions to that Jags-Bengals game. Did you see the prices spiking on Jake Browning, that overtime win?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I did. Um, And, you know, here's the thing. If you just kind of check the box score, you might think that, um, you know, they lost because Trevor Lawrence got injured. But, you know, a few weeks ago I said I thought the Jags might be not contenders, but maybe pretenders. Andy, they were tied when Trevor Lawrence left the game. Tied. So they were basically playing at the level of the Joe Burrowless Bengals. So, um, I I think that there's a lot to worry about there. I don't know how much time he might miss. They said it could be a high ankle sprain, so uh, that could be a two to four week type of injury, which would be the rest of the regular season. You got to think that with how tight that division is, uh, they they could potentially miss here.
0: Yeah, how do you feel about CJ Beathard or Bethard, uh leading this team to? any W's here
1: probably ain't happening he, he didn't look good honestly
0: so so it's safe to say you're not buying any uh Bethard rookie cards
1: uh I am not no I am not um but you know they're not bad we're, we're not going to say they're bad but if you look at how great Houston has played how great the Colts Andy the Colts
0: colts baby michael pittman's on the thumbnail
1: saying how much we like gardner Minshew, and he looks like a capable winning quarterback um out there could you imagine if the colts had taken like a devin witherspoon or a a really good game-changing defensive player Uh, obviously you can't go back and change the draft but man they look pretty good honestly
0: Let's say what's up to Jim Bees. He's ready to go. Jay Kid in the house. Cheers to you, sir. And Filthy says he loves Beat Hard. He won him a championship in a Superflex League once. <laughs> a
1: little bit of, eh. Let's see, you got a little personal bias there, but I get it.
0: Hey, somebody purchased a CJ Hard today, 2017 Prism Red Power. Serial numbered out of 49 for $100 in a buy. Now, it's important to mention that this is also... A rookie autograph.
1: Yeah. A very desirable set and parallel, nonetheless.
0: It just drives me crazy that Panini decided to remove the rookie card logo from 2017 and 2018 rookie Prism Autos. Like, what were you thinking, right?
1: Yeah, I don't like it, but uh, because it was such a... Short time period they did it, I think that people see those and and they know what they are, thanks to uh Sir Patrick Mahomes there.
0: ah, it's a good point, man uh, so I want to ask you, uh like I asked Carter the other day, are you buying the dip on Patrick Mahomes? I mean this offense- is it's this this offense has got issues, and obviously there's holes you can poke in the game. you can see how much it has now become apparent he's being affected not having a wide receiver like Tyree Kill in his offense. Patrick Mahomes' latest auctions for his prism PSA ten have dipped down to three thousand dollars. Steve, the um, the base Donruss Raw is still selling around two hundred dollars, and and we know it's been a little bit lower than that historically. Are you buying this dip on Patrick Mahomes? Do you think he can make it back to the big game this year?
1: I think they have a hard time not winning that division. Uh, even as far as you know, the Denver's, Denver's played pretty well. But I think they're far enough up that they'll probably uh, they'll probably finish in first in the division. But I'll be honest, their long term prospects I don't think are very good, and you kind of saw that this week um, in our bold prediction that I said the Packers would win this week uh, last week. So um, they they are not on the better side of momentum, and I am personally not buying the dip because the dip is still too expensive. Uh, I'd be, I'd be happier buying the dip on a guy like Tua or Burrow or, um, even Herbert a little bit. Uh,
0: I hear you, man. I hear you because it's still a lot. I think there's still a lot of inflation there on the Patrick Mahomes market. I like your, your opinion on Burrow. I I think that's a, that's a sharp play, man. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you about the Packers. You nailed that. You also nailed another one. But what was your reaction on this Jordan Love victory over the Chiefs Sunday night? I mean, he came out firing, dude. He, he completed 11 of 12 passes, scored straight away. I mean, Christian Watson was going off for me in fantasy. And it's it sucks because, you know, a lot of people's fantasy playoffs are either starting this week or next week. A lot of ours are starting next week now because there's 18 weeks. And Christian Watson, like a non-contact injury at the very end of the game, but Jordan Love, man, firing Steve. What was what was your thoughts on him?
1: He's really he's really um turned a corner because we saw him kind of start all right and then dramatically fall off. But you know, remember, this is basically his first full season, and he's got a lot of rookies on that team, a lot of rookies on that offense. So this is gonna be a learning process, and you can see things coming together. And I think that where we really started seeing things come together was on defense and they're just looking tough on both sides of the ball. Now, I I don't necessarily think that they'll end up winning the division, but they could, they arguably have one of the easiest schedules left for the rest of the year. It actually could be hard for them to lose any more games.
0: Mm, That's going to be super interesting. I, I can't wait to dive into the week 14 slate with you. And that's one of the reasons why Jordan love was my play of the week. And I like the fact that his rookie cards have been out for a little bit. Like I I was still finding uh, rookie cards for Jordan Love from 2020 on eBay, like autos, like even like this limited horizontal serial numbered out of 25, just so much lower than than what the other guys would be like lower than uh, Hertz. And definitely, obviously, Burrow. And it looks like Herbert and and Hertz are now at the same level. In some cases, I think Hertz is a little bit higher than Herbert as he's just kind of falling out of the playoff race and obviously the MVP race. Um, And then Tua, I think, Steve, I want to get your opinion on this. But Tua, uh, obviously, they they torched the commanders like we thought they would. But um, it seems like Tua may not be on a lot of people's radar i wonder if that's just because of how good tyreek hill has been and how how you know the waves that he's making and he's probably going to break the 2000 yard record receiving yard record you know this year so that that's huge
1: you know there's a lot i think there's a lot of reasons for that and uh jordan love kind of being one of those where you know a lot of it is like you said when a guy unexpectedly outperforms his original expectations people can tend to focus on that and i think that that's because they didn't really have a lot of expectations for jordan love and they definitely didn't have these type of expectations for cj stroud so you know at any given time you know you've got probably the same however many thousand people going in on cards and they're not they can't buy everyone which is why you see guys go to the top and some guys fall to the bottom and then some guys kind of hang around in the middle. Uh, But Tua should be a buy because I think another reason he's being overlooked is he hasn't even had to play the whole game. How many times, you know? <laughs> yeah. how, how many times has he been pulled in like halfway through the third quarter or before the fourth quarter? I mean, that team is good and they made it to the playoffs last year without him due to that injury. So uh, I'm excited to see what they can do this year. I know there's that whole, well, they haven't beat any one good stigma, but that can happen. That that could have happened against any team realistically. So, hey, you know what? They did lose to two good teams. They may lose to another good team. Who knows? But they are good enough to beat anybody.
0: I think so, too. I, I think I think obviously you're seeing that the Miami Dolphins are going to be a force. And, and right now they're actually the number one seed in the AFC. They have a tied record with uh, Baltimore but based on the seeding on nfl.com they they are the number 1 seed so um really really interesting stuff this is going to be a super like down to the wire uh playoff race when we get to it and welcome in swamp donkey off grid our man Mr. T Reno Jackson so this was going to be the next big storyline that I brought up here from Reno and I know Filthy doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to talk about it anymore, especially because he's got the Dallas Cowboys coming up this week, which is another huge game with massive MVP implications, playoff implications. I mean, this race in the NFC East between Dallas and, and Philly is really heating up, and especially after this week when when the Niners just stampeded over Philly. Steve, what was your reaction to that game and you called this, you, you picked the Niners. I disagreed with you. I, I I stuck with Philly and you said, no, the Niners are the best team in the NFL. Trent Williams is healthy. I mean, Debo's healthy. This offense, this team is insanely good. And they went in and proved it against the, against the Eagles.
1: Yeah. What Williams has been healthy. They look like a completely different team. They, they look like miles above the the next team as far as both sides of the ball so um and you know eagles have an outstanding record but if you watched a lot of those games there was some misfires you know they weren't playing like the eagles we saw flawlessly executing you know going into the playoffs last year which is what they're going to need to do and i think they're going to need a few games to get that back for whatever reason hertz has been banged up that's probably a bulk of it uh so I, I hate to say it, man. Hope I'm not breaking any hearts, but I, I think Dallas wins again this week. But going forward, I do think Eagles will be fine. But uh again, Dallas is just scorching hot right now.
0: Dallas is scorching hot. Yeah, man. And and so and so are the Niners. Uh this may this may be the NFC championship game if the if the Eagles uh can't get their act together look filthy's already mentally prepared himself to lose this weekend that's that's not good
1: it's it's i mean that's an absolute big time game i mean talk about division rivals uh you know their records are so similar it's a lot going on all all at once here so um yeah i mean obviously it can go either way these are talk about two of the best teams in the nfl but Dallas has just looked on another level, man. And uh, they've beat people just on defense early in the year when they didn't even have to really do much on offense. And now the offense is like, hey, why don't you guys take a break? We got it from here, you know. So they can beat you a lot of different ways. And until they have a bad game, you know, it's hard to see them regressing.
0: And I, I can't see them regressing right now. Honestly, Can I'm tempted to buy in on the way up, you know. It's like I'm I'm looking at these purdy auctions ending right now, asking myself, how high could these, these uh base prism cards go? We we know that the Brock Purdy numbers are similar to that of Dak Prescott and Jared Goff from 2016 because of his draft capital from last year. And you look at these prisms on eBay and you're thinking to yourself, Well, for 2022 Prism, no way in hell you'd ever pay this for Kenny Pickett, but um you know, or or maybe even Sam Howard or Ritter, uh, but you you think, I, I mean, I'm starting to think his base prism role is maybe worth $50 because this team staying in the same condition, just bubble wrap them up right now, they look like they're going to be going to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, here's the thing about Dallas that Dallas didn't have last year, and that was help for CeeDee Lamb, you know. You're starting to see Cooks become a big mm-hmm. part of the offense, which we waited half a season for. I know. Ferguson is a guy that I thought in the preseason was going to be a difference maker. He's getting a lot of targets. He's getting a majority of the red zone targets. So, I mean, you can't guard them all at the end of the day. You just
0: can't. Yeah, and we're finally seeing uh, the 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 base market for CeeDee Lamb starting to heat up. And that tells me two things. Obviously, his hype is is getting to to the point like of a top three wide receiver uh, with Tyreek, and there's a couple other guys you can put in that that category. Jamar Chase, you know, had him a night uh, Monday night, but he he's up there. But you know, CD's has got on on pace right now to have a career season and and shatter all of his previous bests, and you can see the graded market responding, moving closer to that Justin Jefferson market here, Steve, in the past 30 days, I think this might, and and the second thing it tells me is that his rookie auto market is now getting out of reach for a lot of people. And that's probably why they are then getting into this type of market for CD Lamb because it's in a more affordable range.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you're talking about one of the biggest superstars in the league. He's on one of the most fanatical franchises in the league and you know, they're playing out of their minds. So that's a recipe for a massive price jump, which is why Andy about five, six weeks ago, I was sending you those CD lambs and I said, let's go on CD lamb. Cause it was just that time where he was getting ready to bust out.
0: He's getting and and now, and now it's going up. I, I'm curious to see where he ranks uh, next to Justin Jefferson. He's getting pretty close. Justin Jefferson has fallen down twenty five percent in the past hundred and eighty days on his Prism PSA ten to a new trend of about seventy dollars. And C D Lamb is right behind him at fifty six dollars, up almost sixty percent in the past hundred and eighty days. Wow! So they're 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 starting to converge. They're pretty close. Let's see how many PSA tens Justin Jefferson has. Oh, 46 Andy. Wow, man. Yeah, it definitely pays dividends. It's not the sexy play to, like, buy and spend your hard-earned money on players that are injured, but it is such a smart play because they almost always go back up, especially when they're the best skill position player in the NFL. You know, they're going to go back up. The guy, I mean, Justin Jefferson's what? He's not even 24 years old. I mean, it's like... you know, or maybe he is. he's about 24. He's not 25, I'll tell you that. So, point is, he's got many years left in the NFL, and it, it makes sense. You want to buy into a player on the dip. It's not the sexy play, but it's the smart play. It's a play that's going to net you a nice ROI, because look at that. Even a buy it now, just a day later, went for twice as much as the auction. It's a beautiful thing, man. Hoodies, hoodies, collectibles, a consignment, too. They're going to keep yeah, putting they're, that they're stuff very
1: out. Reputable. Very reputable. And here's the thing. Under 50 bucks is crazy for that card. Crazy. If you can get that under 50 bucks, if there's one on there now, go get it. Because like you said, Andy, these, the guy that's the best at his position in the NFL will be coming back. His values will be coming back up. And not to mention a pop of only 1,200 is relatively low.
0: All right, so uh, Steve, our friends at nooffseason.com, sports cards, strategy cards, and hoop, they reminded me that 2023 Donruss was just released. Uh, hobby boxes over the weekend. They sent me some interesting sold data that I wanted to pull up for CJ Stroud and get your opinion on 2023 Donruss. And I posted a poll in the chat, guys. I want you to answer because I'm I'm really curious. I have not been able to find any at my local stores. I have not been to Walmart, but I did stop by Target, and I haven't seen any. Steve, have you seen any out there?
1: It's almost impossible to find any football in this area. I actually saw some absolute. There was three blasters yesterday, but talking about absolute. You know, once that pro uniform stuff hits the shelf, you'll never see it.
0: Mm, And it's so tough right now, too, because C.J. Stroud is actually leading the NFL in passing yards. He's now leading – He's a rookie quarterback leading the NFL in passing yards unbelievable they get a big win over the Denver Broncos and he gets like one more notch in his belt as not only a clear rookie of the year but a potential MVP as a rookie this guy is um, he's he's making history happen and they they could be in the playoffs like we talked about earlier with with Trevor Lawrence being in day to day. Uh, and the losses there—they they, obviously AFC South is very competitive with the Colts and the Jags, but uh, I mean CJ Stroud is getting it done. And I—I—I I, I pulled these up. These are the ones that NoOffseason.com sent me. And um, check out this. This is a. This is the downtown for CJ Stroud. Beautiful card. I love. I love these alien. I don't know if they're aliens or they're just like uh space explorer Texan bulls <laughs> with their little taser right. guns. <laughs> Running out of ideas, I see. <laughs> Running out of ideas. I don't know how. I guess because of the uh the Houston Houston space station.
1: Uh, okay, maybe. Yeah, I can see that.
0: The, uh, well, the not the space the the Houston uh launch station, the the Houston NASA NASA base. I don't know. That's that's maybe the only thing I can really think of. But I I guess in the fact that C J Stroud is playing out of this world, I
1: would I would I would say that that's definitely some a a synergistic comment there.
0: But thirty five hundred compared to the other case, it the Gridiron Marvels. Uh, They both have RC shields. Now, from an aesthetic perspective, not price, and I just presented each one of each of these to you, which one would you take, Steve?
1: Um well, Marvel's has the better look, but downtown has the uh rep in the hobby as being like one of the top chase cards, so the Marvel's card looks cooler, and it kind of looks like a comic book cover, you know, like a suit like he's like a superhero,
0: yeah. I like the Marvels look as well, better. Uh, I'm a bigger fan of the Marvels, you know, equivalent scarcity. I'm a bigger fan of the Marvels, but the downtown has, like you're saying, it's got the foothold, it's got the reputation. People know it; they know it's uh, a case hit. You can see the the first one sold for three grand, and the the highest look, one. Look what actually, a
1: photo can do for you, though
0: yeah I know man look at that huge uh photo quality difference there between this this one actually sold first on the fourth and then this one sold on the fifth yesterday and then this one sold on the third so that would have been um what was that game day that that was that was game day there on Sunday the Marvel sold for 1500 but man for half the price I mean I, I think I would go with the Marvels in this situation but um I get I, I get why people are paying twice as much for the downtown. Uh, but then again, um, I, I think that's a little high for what his eventual market will look like.
1: And you got to rush for people to get the first PSA 10 grade and all this other stuff. So, I mean, it, it'll die down a bit, but let's see. Wow, man. 600
0: Wow. Yeah, gold die cut press proof gold out of twenty five six fifty. The gold press proof out of 50 dollars. These are buy nows, just flying, man. That's, and this was that's... the same die cut
1: blaster, Andy, and that's what you're cranking out.
0: See, this is this is when putting a card to, to in an auction makes sense because if you got a player hyped up, CJ Stroud, check right, and then you've got a card that's very desirable. When you look at cj stroud's current overall market a gold Donruss, very desirable pro uniforms rated rookie this this is the this is the card right no panini autographs and and so you can see the auction did almost 200 better than than the uh the buy it now this guy this seller sold himself short man but i get it you pull it out of a pack you, you bought that hobby box for 200 bucks. I mean, this guy was looking his chops at six fifty. He just took his cash and ran, but I think he could have easily got maybe a thousand bucks out of this car. The way that Texans are trending.
1: And, you know, here's the thing too, is the product just came out. No one kind of has comps to go off of, you know? Yeah. And the other is Andy. Um, it's like three weeks till Christmas. So there's people that need some spending money. And, uh, Who's not going to take, if they pulled it from a pack, which I'm assuming this early in the game they probably did, um, who's not going to take that kind of profit?
0: Yeah, like one guy here on a kaleidoscope took 300 versus the other guy taking wow, 580 card, Man, <laughs> So, like, dude, this, this offer is less than 50% of what he had it listed at. It was originally listed at $700. Now we're talking, this is a Mosaic card, but... I mean, a guy had it listed at 700. He took 300. It never hurts to throw in a below 50% offer, right, Steve?
1: The worst they can say is no, man. And uh, then you just work up from there.
0: Travis House in the chat said he just sold a Bowman Stroud Auto like 30 minutes ago. Uh, Nice. Congrats, man. Great sell. Got Thundering Sports Card in the house. Mr. T. uh, So... Steve um, yeah you know so this this was a big thing so we're talking about CJ Stroud Tank Dell injured blocking for CJ Stroud on a goal line run what are they thinking there man yeah a lot of a lot of the reporters in in Houston that area were like what what were they doing what were they thinking right I mean Tank Dell has been he's a small guy. Uh, yeah he's a beast he's a stud he's really broken out in a big way in his rookie year and shown a ton of promise uh, what was your reaction to that and what do you think we should be doing with his cards right now
1: oh man uh well i was pretty dis- i was pretty disappointed because uh i lost my week uh that was' a- that was a noon slate game and he got hurt pretty early on so i knew that that was probably gonna cost me my week and obviously feel bad for him because looks like he kind of like fainted uh from the pain he just literally keeled over so you got to feel bad for the guy but you know when we talk about prospects and uh skill position guys especially there's a reason why a lot of people target people of a certain athletic profile because there is a risk of injury especially if you're smaller that that goes for running backs especially but you know anyone that's taken hits of any kind uh, you do run that risk. That being said, I do think he's exceptional. And um, if he does see a dip, it would be a time to get in because they look like they're a playoff contender. They're probably going to make the playoffs. And if his value is going to be tied to a quarterback who could be rookie of the year and maybe MVP, that's that's who you want. And speaking of that, Nico Collins, Andy, another guy, you, if you haven't got in yet, man, that window's closing.
0: And I think you can still get in. So I pulled up Nico because Nico went off in this game. And there, there's been a lot of guys. Nico is just an absolute baller, man. Uh, and it's so good to see him back out there, 100% healthy. Pat on our back, Steve. We wrote him up in last Friday's auction sniper articles. We were able to get some guys in on him before the prices jumped from this past game. But I'm still seeing the beautiful thing about. Sports card market versus fantasy, we we kind of hit on it every week. And I maybe sound like a broken record, but I'm going to continue reminding you guys that there's auctions like some of these that end every week during the week that go undervalued, even for these stud players that have already proven themselves that could very well continue to go up. And or you can just buy them and then turn around and list them in a buy it now for twice as much and sell them on game day. You know, take your good photographs, list them in your buy it now, put a little bit of promotion on there if you have to. If it's a common card that you need to get boosted up in the algorithm and a combination of new listing and promotion on a buy it now with good photos that gets clicks will get you boosted up in that algorithm that's uh, it's, it's a recipe for uh, making money. So. I don't know. Look at look at this um, Nico Collins rookie ticket auto out of thirteen PSA ten ending in thirty seven minutes. Couple Probstine auctions here ending in thirty seven minutes. Steve, what do you think about these?
1: Uh, I like it, and here's why. You know, not just giving you credit because you wrote them up this week, but we've been banging this drum for two years, and so some of you might have been getting in on the mega cheap. Um, he is nine yards, nine yards. No, he is what? 13 yards below Mike Evans on the season. And he's missed a game. Wow. He's missed a game. So he is a top 10 receiver in the league.
0: Dude, he is. He is the top 10. And if you want like the deep sleeper play right now in the Texans, that's stepping up in the wake of Tank Dell injury, but also that, uh, Dalton Schultz is out. So Brevin Jordan stepped up. Our guy, Brevin Jordan, that uh, uh, Derek Richard, wherever he's at out there somewhere, put us on to as a rookie, Brevin Jordan from the University of Miami, who was a stud there, uh, went three for 64 in this game, solid A-dot. He's a good receiving tight end. I think his targets are going to increase. Nico's obviously going to continue to ball out on a weekly basis with how good C.J. Stroud and this offense is playing. And uh, Brevin Jordan is a, uh, a sneaky uh, sleeper player. You could also target there, like, for even cheaper, Steve. Yeah,
1: because, you know, he had a little bit of hype his rookie year. But, um, you know, especially when that doesn't happen, when nothing comes of it for a year, two years, you know, a lot of that hype goes away. So when you kind of reemerge on the scene, if he does make an impact, who knows? Maybe they roll with him indefinitely going forward.
0: Uh, it could be. It could be a serious possibility, man. Have what do you what do you think between blue parallels and red parallels for Houston Texans uniforms? Which which one do you think do better?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. It's it sucks because neither of them really look like a perfect match, but. I would probably say red.
0: Red. I actually really like
1: that bronze or whatever that is the the Bowman one.
0: Th- this one right here. Yeah. They've got six of them from fifteen dollars and forty five cents. Definitely seems like there may be some potential in that. You got five sales in the past quarter, uh, and you've got a sale proving up to seventeen dollars. So you got to. A- couple dollars right there looks like his all his rookie ticket autos have already jumped on here uh so pretty soon these are going to start following following right behind man
1: yeah i mean there's no reason that card shouldn't already be 30 bucks
0: i think it's just because there's there's six of them on here and it's not um it's not serial numbered but this one is is quite lower, twenty percent off. So, I actually, I'd make, I'll make an offer on it. With, um, I think I got like fourteen dollars left in my account. Let's see, I have fourteen eighty one. I get it with my last fourteen eighty one. Boom. Cool. I like that because it's just Nico Collins, such a plus EV bet right now in the market steve uh what would you go ahead steve
1: well and it's it's the rated rookie it's it's the it has what you're looking for in a mid to entry level autographed rookie card right you know it's not the uh, impeccable or uh you know any of those cards that for most people is going to be not attainable but it's still a card where it's not unrealistic that at some point this year, that's 45 bucks or going into other seasons.
0: Uh Rich brings up a, uh, a good name here. Noah Brown. Um, I have to check the injury status on Noah Brown. Is he set to come back this week?
1: I believe so. Let me double check. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Check, check that out, Steve. I, I actually scooped it. him
1: up in in one league because i had uh like i said i had tank dell go down uh he was limited so that's good
0: okay so he's limited so there's potentially he does come back that that's actually a good name rich smart man there that's a good thinking i'd definitely be talking uh targeting some noah brown we've already seen his card spike before as well um Steve, uh, one more one more comment about the Miami Dolphins going back to them for a second is just Devon A-Chain. I did not mention him in the top 10. This was just one game, and this is gonna segue into your um into your rankings, your your rankings so far this week before we get into the week 14 slate. But um, Devon A-Chain comes back and smashes for two touchdowns, man. It almost feels like Tyreek Tyreek Hill. Oh, helps the run game out a lot as well. And, and so boom, I saw little spikes here and there, but it wasn't enough for me to really consider him in the top 10. He was close though. Like I saw some interesting solds, but he's got quite a few cards out there uh, in the rookie class. And I didn't really see any in like super compelling sold data yet. But um, that was a, a good, a good game back for him for sure.
1: Yeah, the, he's obviously in timeshare, which we know. But he doesn't need a whole lot of opportunities to make something happen. We t- we've already said that. Uh, but I, I do wonder if that game was not out of reach uh, in what they call garbage time, if you will. You know how much he would have played. So, and we don't know that answer, Andy, because. It didn't happen that way. So um, I think that's important to, to note. Obviously, when he's out there, he's going to do a lot. But uh, you know, I want to see him in a regular game script and see how much he's used and how effective he is and then uh, go from there. I, I still think his prices are a bit over the top.
0: Yeah, this was his biggest sold from game day. is a, a redemption gold auto from Mosaic. Uh, the no huddle so it'll be the disco variation $350 but it's like man redemption's it's like and, and then the next one up was this uh buy it now yesterday it's a contenders optic college ticket auto serial numbered out of 99 looks silver prism to me PSA 10 someone spent $250 on. So pretty, pretty, uh, pretty impressive, man, for a college ticket auto at a 99 PSA 10.
1: Somebody, somebody was thirsty for uh, an hand card, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. So um, Tra- Travis is saying Puka rated rookies are going to be movers. And um, that's, uh, that's good to know that he's in, He's in the 2023 Donruss set. Let's check it out, man.
1: Uh, I'm interested. Let's see.
0: <laughs> check it out. Wow. Oh, uh, these are the these are the yeah. turn of the century and these are going this is going back to August. So uh it turns out we don't have any 2023 Puka um Donruss solds yet so that that wonder if uh travis is just hoping that he's in 2023 donriss let's go to cardboard connection and check the checklist real quick because i i am guessing that maybe he's not in 2023 Donruss because they don't put everybody in this is not the largest you can see the checklist is here on cardboard connections, so let's see a puka is here but look
1: I was, I was gonna say i know that there's actually some sixth and seventh rounders in the checklist so i was hoping he was in there
0: he's he's in here this is the 100 player base rated rookie set checklist so travis good looking out man uh travis is right there puka is right there so we just gotta dig a little deeper Let's see, Puka Nakua, twenty twenty three, Puka Nakua, Donris. Yeah, I guess he would be like twenty twenty three, Donris, Puka Nakua, and maybe if I just filter by ending recently, um, let's see, Donris or maybe rated rookie. Uh, there you go. So oh, we okay. got. Um, wow, they're
1: going like for all over the board, man. Five bucks, twenty bucks.
0: They forgot his name. Error cards. Error cards back in the 90s used to sell for crazy money, Steve. Um, and they oh. were just a lot more uncommon. It was like, you know, a rare case hit, you know, to get an error card. Now, it's this is actually still going for a lot more. I mean, this one's a no-name. It looks like an optic preview. What is this? Is, is this a press-proof silver? What are they making? Uh, they're making base Donruss hollows now?
1: Interesting. I, I wonder if they made the no-names uh have a hollow stock so that they're easier to identify maybe
0: huh it doesn't say prism on the back of it it just says 2023 $20, dollars. doesn't say anything about optic previews so is not optic preview it does have his name on the back this is an interesting card man sold for 50 bucks outright
1: that's that's fucking dope hey i, I just sent you one and andy you've been collecting for a minute you may recognize what I sent you from many moons ago. They still do this with uh, the current Donruss football as a homage to the old uh, print cards that got leaked, if you will. But I found one for Puka that was out there. And I don't know how particularly rare these are, but they are rare. And in and, and, and rookie cards, they are actually more sought after than uh, for non rookie
0: the aqueous test.
1: Yeah. I've so never, I don't I've remember never what year before. of Donruss baseball it was in the 80s, but yeah, um, these were thought to be, I can't remember the exact number, but like under 50 of these leaked out. And uh, if you got a guy, even a, a no-name guy with these on them, there's a lot of value there. So this is like an homage to to that, and they do it every year. But if you have a rookie, especially these are, are very sought after.
0: I love the tenacity and that, uh, like, grind that Puka's got and his facial expression on this card. I think it's a cool card, man. I like how they did the white outline around the player to really make him pop. You still got, like, uh, a field photo here. It looks like a the Rams practice jersey in the background. I'm pr- I'm proud of them for using an actual photo instead of photoshopping him from, like, his college uniform, even if it is practice uniform here uh the, yeah these are definitely movers so shout out to travis appreciate you dropping that uh that nugget man
1: yeah man i gotta get i gotta get some poos man
0: some poos so, are we just yeah.
1: calling a pua for short
0: and Pua. yeah that's, that's pua nice that's nice so uh before we um we get into the week 14 slate because the ja- the uh the rams Let's see, the Rams are, are they, are they on bye? You know, they still have bye weeks this week. There's still like teams on bye oh, week the like the Raven. Commanders, the Cardinals. Oh, the Rams are playing the Ravens. Ooh, that's juicy. All right, so I've started up a couple of these questions here. I see about a um, uh, question from Rich. I see Fatboy Certified in the house asking a question uh, between a couple quarterbacks yeah that's uh that's good good questions, man i'm gonna star those up obviously if you wanted us to go straight to them the super chat is open that will force our hand but um on our on our uh, next up on our segment is uh rankings steve so hit me with the wide receiver rankings I'm, i i want to see if puka is still up there in the top 10
1: funny you should say that so um I'll go through the top 13, actually, just because there's an, an, a name I want to include on the list. Okay. So, uh, few and few and far between, you've got superstars like Tyreek Hill at the top. He's ahead by almost 50 over the next guy, who's CeeDee Lamb. Keenan Allen at three. And then there's a pretty sizable gap after him. A.J. Brown, four. Mike Evans, five. If you drafted Mike Evans in uh with us in this offseason, you were getting them at it's like not- a, what, seventh to eighth round value, I, I think. Talk card about values today, have
0: gone up a lot since then too, man.
1: Yeah. Jamar Chase next, uh, Stefan Diggs, Uh Amon Ra 8, DJ Moore 9, and Puka Nakua 10. Wow. I've been, a, I've been a Puka lifer since he hit the scene, Andy, and he's he's hanging in there. But I wanted to mention the next three guys, uh, Nico Ayuk and Michael Pittman, a guy that I've been – Banging the drum on for a long time. I said all he needed was a quarterback, and we kind of have one now.
0: Where, where where is where is Cooper Cup? I, I don't believe Cooper Cup has been hurt. What what is going on with Cooper Cup?
1: Man, I I honestly think he's banged up, but he kind of has fallen into a not backup role, but like he's not the preferred guy,
0: it seems. Seems like there's more of an even split between him and Puka. Like, that's that's really impressive as a rookie wide receiver that didn't jump off on the charts in any athletic metric, really. But he is a a big-body dude, and he's a hard worker, man. Like, that goes a long way in the NFL.
1: How about him getting hurt, leaving the game, questionable to return with what they said was a rib injury, he comes back, scores a touchdown, almost scores another, and then you find out that he's got an injured AC joint. And he practiced fully today. This guy's an absolute monster. I mean, his pain tolerance, everything is kind of off the charts. There's some things, Andy, that these things, these uh, you know charts that they do in in the, the combines and all that, you can't measure certain things. You know,
0: animal. So this is the beautiful thing. Like Puka, you were getting basically for free in fantasy. You were also getting those turn-of-the-century autos you see get up to like almost $1,000 for the really rare ones. You were getting those for practically free. You know, you could have when they first came out or even a few weeks after they came out because that was a card. Donruss Elite, every year released before the season, could have got those for extremely cheap just like you could have got them in fantasy for very cheap. Um and uh, you made a bunch of money right in both formats but the same thing can be said right look at the guys this is why uh i say draft a snipe is because when when you're drafting these guys in fantasy at value these are the guys you're looking for michael pittman jr you got him in the later rounds he's now emerging as a top 10 wide receiver um on a potential playoff team, Gardner Minshew throws the ball a lot. He's not bad, like Steve mentioned earlier. Nico Collins, you're getting Nico. You were getting Nico in the in the, you know what? Pat, past the sixth, seventh round, probably yeah, eighth I round. I want to say
1: like eight to ten, honestly, maybe later even.
0: Pittman was Pitman was going in like the fifth, or sixth round. Brandon Ayuk, I remember I was drafting him, <laughs> like reaching for him. And he's mostly paid off except for those those few weeks in there where they had a downtrend.
1: Andy, uh, Nico Collins' preseason ADP was 110. so that,
0: 110, there you bad. go. So, yeah, that's like the 10th round. <laughs> it's like the 10th round. Uh, Mike Evans was a great value. The guy, Keenan Allen was a great value. The guys that you were paying up for that, that were worth it was Hill, Lamb, aj brown jamar chase which you could say he's underwhelmed a little bit uh, he's he hasn't lived up to the expectations and as a result we really haven't seen his cards go up plus there's a lot of cards for him in 2021 Diggs, Diggs is about paying off his his adp but he's had some pretty atrocious weeks here recently which has led to some pretty big dips and we don't know if the bills are gonna make the playoffs or not man their defense is really bad and Josh Allen can't do everything, right? I
1: think this week he will, though.
0: You think this week he will? All right. So hit me with your, uh, hit me with your tight end weeks. I am chomping at the, the, the bits to get into this week 14 slate.
1: Yeah. Uh, so tight ends in order. We got a battle at the top. Kelsey is beat, uh, beating Hawkinson by a single point. Then you've got mm. Florida close by. Kittle, Taysom Hill, uh, Mark Andrews out for the season. Komet, Ferguson, baby, and then out of nowhere, Trey McBride, Dalton Schultz.
0: Can we start calling Trey McBride? Trey, Trey Gronkowski. <laughs> this guy's uh, this guy's a stud, man. Trey, Trey McBride has been one of the best midseason dip pickups. This guy is just dominating, dude. He was burning all kinds of guys out there on the field this past week. And Kyler only threw for like 150 yards or something. And Trey McBride had almost 100 of those. Unreal. Plus, he gets the team's only touchdown. It's like this guy is just an unstoppable animal on this team. And he did uh, it
1: twice, Andy, because they called one back.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Man, so I, I know it, you it. sent me screenshots. Like, oh, I'm glad I I bought up the Trey McBrides. I know um, uh, there's a couple guys out there in our Discord that uh, that were buying the Trey McBrides. They were talking about the snipes they were making. Uh, so I, I know his values are going up just from a just from a sheer production. Like, because good tight ends are hard to come by. So tight ends that play and execute at the level that he's been doing as you can see since week six or since week eight uh is absolutely insane it's gonna drive his card values up regardless if he's on the cardinals
1: yeah this is you know this is where a little foresight comes uh goes a long way you know i i mentioned last year like yeah everyone's like oh you know i'm pride, you know because everyone was talking about some of these other guys but he was still the first tight end drafted last year and he despite it was the beginning of the second round um you had Zach Ertz who is you know injury riddled and on his way out so he was just destined to be at the top of that depth chart um and then you just had his athletic profile which was just crazy as it is so you just had to see past a couple of those layers to see what was coming down the pipeline and uh so just remember before you clown somebody who's showing off his proud of his spectra Trey McBride rookies (laughs) and you say tell him it's a four dollar card Andy Just know that he might know something you don't.
0: Oh man, there it is. I'm I might have been I might have been the guy. Well, no, I think I might have I've never like dissed Trey McBride, but I definitely have dissed the Cardinals before. And with Zach Ertz healthy, yeah, I was definitely like, you know, not buying Trey McBride, but I should have been, you know, but it goes back to you know, just because it's not the sexy play at the time doesn't mean it's the right play you know it's like if you were buying trade mcbride at the beginning of the season you were getting like national i think you sent me a screenshot national treasures (laughs) trade mcbride for like 15 20 dollars i mean we're talking
1: i've got a i've got a bunch of good ones man and i've been i've been buying since since last year so I've, i've got some good ones man
0: so i had someone ask me this about um national treasures like why do why do some people call a national treasures rookie patch auto RPA a true RPA? Why what what's what's the difference between a true RPA and just an RPA?
1: Uh, I, I think it mostly just stems from like that is the pinnacle of uh, a player's rookie uh, patch auto card, so I, I think that that's where that stems from. Um, I was actually watching that one today. That I'm surprised that only went for 24.50, but
0: uh, yeah, it's still pretty look, cheap. If you look
1: at recent sales, they are all over the board because you've obviously got a lot of people that are really buying in, and uh, you know some that are just kind of buying in, so they're just getting involved with bidding. But uh, yeah, a great. At, there's still not a lot of people fully sold on him, so now is a, a great time to get in. That guy sent me an offer on that this morning. I didn't see it in time. But, yeah, I have a few other MTs uh, of his. I bought a ton of Spectra of his, which is my favorite set. So I'll probably hang on to a couple, but, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could see as time goes back, they just get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I mean, I think that's a great price for a National Treasures RPA at 25 I paid $30 for that all day long, man.
1: And, you know. I mentioned a few weeks ago how his athletic athletic profile is similar to a George Kittle uh, speed, you know, athleticism. So, I mean, if he continues this type of production for the rest of the year, you got to think he's going to be top three, top five, easy fantasy target for the tight end position. And we all know what that's going to do for his value.
0: Trey Kittle. Trey Kittle, he's going to be going uh, pretty high next year, especially if I, I'm guessing they're probably going to move on from Ertz after this. Yeah, you know, they I mean, were, they to were in the last week. There you go. There you go. Yep, he's right. the only man on the mound. All right, hit me with hit me with running backs.
1: Let us go through the running backs here. So, uh, McCaffrey, man, just. Killing it up there with Mostert quite a, quite a bit uh, behind him. Uh, ETN, Henry. Brian Robinson holding strong at five. Uh, despite missing several weeks, Kyron Williams, six. Pacheco, seven. Mixon, the ever-reliable Mixon at eight. Uh, Rashad White at nine. I know that's a pleasant surprise, Andy. Mm. Uh, Josh Jacobs at ten. And then a few honorable mentions. Kamara. Bijan montgomery and montgomery being only two points behind uh kamara who's at 11 is impressive considering he missed several weeks so
0: yeah and once again we got a lot of late round guys sprinkled in here man mostert brian robinson rashad white kyron williams i mean he was a free running back uh Mostert was pretty cheap. People were drafting uh A chain and Jeff Wilson over him. Uh Pacheco, he's about he's about, I guess, paying off his ADP. Bijan has underwhelmed. A lot of that was due to opportunity. You can see he's been getting a lot more opportunity the last couple of weeks. And he um it was a tough game against the Jets this past week. They won that game, but it was because the Jets quarterback situation is just a disaster. And uh, Bijan still only had he had like actually under three yards per carry this past this past week. I think on 19 carries. So, but the but the workload is there. That was a tough matchup when you don't Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback either. So, I mean, uh, and the just defense is good. Like
1: grind games out. They don't decisively win.
0: I mean, good lord, man, and nobody was
1: safety on Bijan just getting destroyed into the end zone was unbelievable
0: yeah go go look that one up guys I mean the guy is so good so good man you know
1: you know what's interesting if you look at the fact that Montgomery's missed three games and Kamara's missed three games and you average out where they would be had they not uh they're both in the top five think about that Mm. for a second so think about that if your trade deadline hasn't passed there's some leagues that the trade deadline is this Sunday Think about maybe grabbing them up and use using the fact that their current rank is where it is. And you know that they should be in the top five, when healthy
0: when healthy that. Yeah, that's that's important. And that's the same thought process you take when you're when you're sniping cards as well. All right, Steve, last but not least, quarterbacks, man, I can't wait to see this because this has been like all over the place this year for some of these guys <laughs> what are we what are we looking yeah. at for quarterbacks
1: yeah a roller coaster but you know it's pretty tight it's pretty tight especially like five through eight uh but josh Allen still holding on at the top hurts uh only a little bit behind him and prescott only a little bit behind him uh three there's a little bit of a drop off there then you've got howell stroud herbert mahomes Way down there, you know, at least for Mahomes, that's pretty far down. Purdy, only five points behind Mahomes. Wild, wild. And then you've got Tua, Jordan Love, Goff, Lamar. So, you know, again, the Tua thing sucks because he's not even playing whole games half the time, but uh, that gives you a good idea of the landscape there. And when we talked about the Eagles and, and Cowboys earlier, that's that's a shootout, man.
0: That is the shootout, man. That is the big time game. So, Steve, before we get into the Week 14 slate, uh, two things: UnderdogFantasy.com. If you just hate money, then then don't use their website. But um, <laughs> they are giving away five hundred dollar up to five hundred dollars in instant cash if you sign up using promo code QUEST. Right now, and you're a new user, it's a hundred percent instant deposit bonus up to five hundred in cash, no slow drip. You get it right away. Man, dude, look at this. We were so close this past week to hitting on some of our big slips. We were only putting in ten bucks, but we had potential to win big man. Look at all these three out of fives here, dude. What did
1: what did we miss on the Hertz one?
0: 42. Uh we went I, I went with the rushing yards. You probably advised me against this. Yeah. I, I, I said rush. not to
1: go against the Niners. That's okay. That's all right.
0: I got all the nine. We got all the Niners uh overs and then we, we sprinkled Kyron in there. We got the Kyron touchdown. Uh and then then this one we got the Derrick Henry. We got the Tyreek Hill, which was easy. We got the Tua. We didn't quite get the Jalen Waddle. We went for the over. And then Sam Howell, man, Man, only 148.
1: He got got scorched. Holy cow. Got scorched, dude, scorched.
0: (laughs) Should have got that one. Should have got that one. That one was very close. Ramadre couldn't get anything done against the – nobody on the Patriots could get anything done. He got
1: hurt, Andy. I think that's the only reason.
0: Oh, well, there you go. I I, I didn't watch that full game. Uh, How long is Ramadre out? Is he, or is he just might, like a day to day? Was it a be, game, uh, game thing? Under. I've got him on a roster that is uh, doing really well. It's a uh, it's a Lamar Jackson roster. I, actually, doing really well in fantasy this year. Right as of right now, I'm making the playoffs in um, six out of seven of my leagues. So. Yeah. Having a pretty good season uh so but I do no, know I got Ramadre, I got Ramadre in one of them. I saw you picked up Mitch Trubisky. You starting Mitch Trubisky tomorrow night?
1: I have to. Carr is uh concussed.
0: Yeah. Uh um oh, cause Carr was your starting quarterback?
1: Yeah. So I and you know, uh Pickett could miss many games he had some emergency high ankle surgery so they think that that can speed the the process up but he's looking like two to four weeks probably
0: oh man filthy the loss of is two it get him six more late stick (laughs) what's up man late stick in the house uh he said several weeks uh kickers travis said he's been hitting four and five legs just taking kicker overs when he can get five and a half point maybe we should do a kicker slip that's that's such a a <laughs> great pro tip from travis here man that's what i love about underdog guys you can you can mix and match and put together some really creative um slips and and the pick'ems. so um let's uh let's dive into this week 14 slate man let's go let's go so tomorrow night Patriots Steelers uh not too exciting 30 30 point over under <laughs> good lord is
1: uh is Watts still hurt
0: uh it's a good question let's see
1: oh wait let's oh, look it up I can't find I can't find anything current this oh.
0: You got him? He's good?
1: I think he's good. Uh, he okay. was on the sideline grabbing his leg, but I, I don't see anything current on him. I see something saying that the offense has full confidence in Mitch Trubisky, which they should. You know, he did have that fumble, Andy, but I, you may not. You were at your game, so you didn't see that game. But uh, there was an absolute monsoon during that game, and the ball got snapped at his feet. So... To be fair. Oh, uh,
0: okay. To be okay. fair. Wasn't
1: wasn't on him. But uh he did look good. And I'm not just being a fanboy because that's my guy, but he did look good. And Patriots have been kind of stingy the past few weeks, but I think they can do this, man. I think they can do this.
0: I think the Steelers can get the, I mean, I think this is kind of a layup win for Trubisky here.
1: You know what kind of sucks is you know, I, I have a couple guys that I that I PC or I've just been hoarding one being him um, you know, another being Trey McBride and then Alec Pierce and you, you go figure that all three went off this past week. So it's kind of halted my, uh, my mass purchasing of all, of all three of them. But
0: the, And the Patriots run defense is still uh, playing pretty well. But they're currently ranked fifth, but the passing defense is 25th. So this should set up nicely for Trubisky to make some throws here, man. Makes make some throws to uh, Deontay. He had the touchdown last week to Deontay.
1: Yeah, he. That's one thing I like about him too is he likes to uh, to throw to Deontay. He's not he's not going to give in to uh, Pickens is complaining that he's not getting the ball enough or whatever. He's just going to throw to. You know whoever's open, it's not, not forcing it to people, so I like so. A uh,
0: hundred and eighty passing yards is his over under on well, passing yards.
1: You got to feel like that's probably an over.
0: Pretty sure okay, he right.
1: did in like a quarter and a half, he did like 120.
0: We have. Wow, man, they're really not projecting him to throw a touchdown. They don't think Trubisky can throw a touchdown, man. They're getting us giving us 2.5 X <laughs> spicy peppers for Deontay. Deontay has, has
1: has been on a dry spell minus the two touchdowns this year. So I, I get it.
0: Uh he, I mean he got him last week. Do you think do you think the uh the trend could continue here?
1: I, I almost like two and a half is pretty big man i I, i'm not against it i think the safer is the four receptions but i'm hey if we're putting the nuts on the table let's we can take the touchdown
0: yeah i mean you guys at home you get definitely go (laughs) go with the safer play but i like (laughs) being able to just do two picks all of a sudden we're getting a 7.5x you know return i mean i like to go big or go home
1: that's how we got uh, this bankroll, so I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, that's right, man. We're, right. We're <laughs> still up five hundred dollars on the season. Muth,
1: I don't think he threw his way a lot last week.
0: I'm I'm terrified to take anything else. I may take something from uh, Pickets. I'm Pick, uh, say Pickett. Pick, George Pickens. Uh, he went three three for 29 on five targets, so he hit that number. And then Pickens went four for 86, which is over on his three reception. That three reception does seem pretty low, right? Yeah. yeah. So if we did three Steelers, I really don't want to touch anybody on the Patriots, man.
1: <laughs> I don't blame you, man.
0: And then... Let's see what we got up. So we got up. We I think we're both kind of unanimous on the Steelers. Uh, I wonder if you guys feel the same way out there.
1: I like it, man. Hey, you know what? I've just been waiting for a minute for him to just get a game to play. You know, know where Pickett comes in the next drive or just hand him the keys to the offense, let him get a full game in. He's got almost a full week of game planning and practice. So it should be interesting. Again, Travis said it. Uh, Mitch sucks. Thundering, how dare you, man? Uh, no, New England's defense has been good, but no, their offense is next level bad.
0: Next up, Steve, we actually have a game for first place in the NFC South. You know why? This is for first place. If we beat the Fal- the Buccaneers, beat the Falcons on Sunday, the records are tied, but we've already beat the Falcons once earlier this year. So we get the a tie advantage, and the Bucs are back in first place in the NFC South, baby. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Mike Evans, balling out of his mind. Baker having a career season. Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling this one, man. I feel like we, we should keep rolling with Big Mike uh, in this game.
1: Um, yeah, I like... Um... I like Evans to have a good game, and I like uh, Rashad White to have a good game, too. I do think Bucks win and uh, tie, but take the lead in the division. It's going to be close down to the wire, but um, Atlanta's looked super stale, man, super stale. The defense has been okay. The run game has been okay, I guess. I mean, the run game, Andy, let's be honest, was better last year, as weird as that is.
0: Hmm. and the falcons passing defense currently ranked 29th in the nfl 29th man so i think this sets up very nicely for the buccaneers touchdowns obviously he's getting them every week yardage 74.5 it could come on one play um I don't, I don't mind any of these Mike Evans props. I think it's over. I mean, look, the receptions. I mean, pick your poison. I kind of like just going with the touchdowns because you get a boost. Juice it up. Juice it up. Look, we're up to 31.25x, maybe. <laughs> so you right. go ahead and and, and maybe, like, I, I don't necessarily project. Let's see what the line is. 227. Uh, it seems a little rich for my blood, yeah. A little, little rich on the Baker Mayfield 227 passing yard prop. So, uh, eight and a half rushing yards, though. Uh, that's that's interesting. Super,
1: super fragile, super, super fragile.
0: So, ultimately, I pass on it. Let's see what they got for Chris Godwin or even, um, four and a half. I always get this on chris Godwin because look at the typical targets for godwin this was a weird game against carolina uh but the typical targets like seven to ten type range man he gets quite a few targets they're lower a dots, so um not opposed to chris godwin receptions line at all the receiving yards are pretty low as well so that's right there let's see what they got for rashad white He's got he's got quite a, he's got three and a half receptions on him too. That's that's nice. I mean that's not bad at all either.
1: Yeah, what's what's he been uh, averaging? Probably right around there, huh?
0: Yeah, I'd have to go look. Like they only show you the past three games on here, but if you go I, back, what's
1: his rushing yards? Fifty four.
0: Yeah, fifty four point five. I mean,
1: I think that's pretty good.
0: 80 total
1: yeah that might be the 80 total
0: yeah i like the total because it gives you that flexibility yeah the only
1: the the last time we had a not so good game that was at the niners
0: so yeah that's
1: yeah i mean falcons defense not not that great you know they are stingy at times but
0: look at that man
1: playing for something 625
0: (laughs) dude look that that's so sick so if we can just get these these ten dollars we can potentially turn to 625 let's go underdogfantasy.com promo code quest there's there's the slip right there that was the first one um oh do you you think the bucks are going to win this game
1: yeah, I think the Bucks will
0: win. Nice. All right. All right. Rams, Ravens. We saw this. I saw a question earlier in the chat about uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, the Fat Boy said Burrow or Lamar. That's interesting because Burrow, he'd done for the season. I guess he's asking which one he should invest in card-wise, Burrow, Lamar. So wh- what's your take Uh who who would you invest in, Burrow, Lamar, card-wise, and then we'll we'll talk Rams Ravens here. Um,
1: you know I like Burrow long term. You know, obviously this season he's not winning anything, but at the same time that's kind of why you would want to buy him now while the values are low. Uh, whereas Lamar's values have risen uh, since the start of the season, plus. I think you have a lot of people holding the bag on Lamar cards because his cards were outrageously valued. Uh, he was like the first Trey Lance when he had his 2019 campaign. Uh, so his he has a lot of established value in his high-end stuff already. So the there's not as much fluctuation. But uh, if you have some stuff of his, it would make a great sale this year as the the Ravens probably are going pretty far in the playoffs. But long-term, I think Burrow.
0: I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. It's definitely a little bit easier market to get to get into. With, just like, you know, if you're getting... Lamar uh, it's just not as many cards, you know. It's just not as many cards. It's harder. I, I don't think he's got quite the like the sex appeal that Joe Burrow has. I mean, Lamar's like actually pretty quiet, pretty reserved guy. Uh, It's very much about letting his play speak for itself. But, you know, Burrow's got a lot more stuff going on off the field. He's also been to a championship game and a Super Bowl now. So he's really well known, you know. So I like Lamar for the quick flip right now, but I do like Burrow long term as well. I think he just wins wins more.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: I'm putting in this slip that Travis is recommending here. I know it's the most obscure slip I've ever heard of. Jawan <laughs> Bentley tackles and assists, six and a half over. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh's going to
1: probably run quite a bit. So.
0: And then he's got Boswell for one and a half field goal made. He's going over on both of those. Look at... See, this is smart. See, Travis is probably a professional prop better. Uh, he's probably really good at card sniping as well and card flipping as well. But, I mean, this is smart, dude. These, like, obscure lines where he's probably studied their previous, you know, um, averages. And you're only putting in two, so you don't need much to go right. I like this. I like this. This is the kind of line that you put in more money on. and Because you're only getting a 3x, but... I'm yeah. still just gonna risk. For me, I'm considering ten dollars as one unit, so I'm gonna put in ten bucks on this.
1: Yeah, and that's a three X if it hits. So
0: yeah, three X. Can't complain. Can't complain. You always sell a card at three X, right?
1: What do we got in the next matchup here? Raven? Well, uh,
0: Rams Ravens. Who who do you think wins this game?
1: Oh man, you know. I really like the Rams, and I actually don't like to bet against them. They've they've done pretty well for me this year. But honestly, it's it's really hard to see anybody beating them in Baltimore. Maybe they keep it close, but I think the Ravens probably win.
0: Yeah, I think the Rams can keep it competitive, and they could probably have a good game through the air, you know. But I think the Ravens is just playing too good on on defense, man. Uh, the, and It's they're, interesting, they're...
1: Andy. A lot of people talk about how good the Browns defense is, but for not for some reason, the no one's talking about how good the Ravens defense is. If not for that defense, they are not nine and three. So um, they are they are not quite the two thousand Ravens with Ray Lewis, but they're they're pretty close.
0: They would have the Rams would have to get something going on the ground in this game. And with how look at this 18.5 receiving yards from Kyron, dude, that just seems criminally low. Look at that. Look at his receiving just the last two games. And then before that, you go back to when he was healthy. He's smashing it every week. This is this is nuts right here, bro. This is this is an easy play right there. On Kyron Williams.
1: Yeah, if they're trailing, especially, you think that they end up using him out of the backfield more.
0: Uh, they have they have some lines on Keaton Mitchell as well. He have forty five and a half rushing yards. Oh, that's that's super super close. Fifty eight point five total, though. I like that. I like the fifty-eight point five total.
1: He just scares me because he's he's not. They keep saying he's going to get more work, but he's still only getting like nine, ten touches. But
0: yeah, yeah I, I mean, it. ten touches is one, is uh, one
1: one long run. I get it. Can can do it.
0: But, yeah, and Ram, Rams run defense ranks twenty-third. I mean, this is like if you look at the matchup on paper, they're likely in a positive game script scenario where they're running it a little bit more. So. I think it kind of sets up nicely. All right. NFC North battle. Lions at the Bears. Break this one down for us, Steve.
1: You know, the Bears defense has been good lately. And the Lions defense has been awful lately. Andy, uh, while you were watching your Tampa uh, Buccaneers and getting rained on, Goff and the Lions put up 28 points in the first quarter this week, this past week, and barely won the game. So that defense is not not doing what they were doing at the beginning of the year, and uh, they're going to really need to either not stop passing and run the score up or play defense. So that being said, I think this is actually a pretty close game this week.
0: Hmm. Do you think it could go over? It could do you think it could turn into a shootout in Chicago. What's your weather like in Chicago these days? Uh it will be cold this weekend. So the next two days are gonna be in the low fifties,
1: but by this weekend it should be in the low thirties again.
0: We get are you guys getting snow? You think it'd be a snow game?
1: I don't believe we're getting snow this weekend. No. But it That's will be fun. chilly, which means it may be windy because you're by the lake. So
0: that's a super interesting one. I almost just like want to put in an Amon Ross St. Brown uh, touchdown or line on his yardage here. You think
1: uh, revenge game two? We we got the David Montgomery touchdown the first time through. You think? He's oh, that's
0: up? right, man. This time he's playing
1: in front of his uh, old old home stadium. You know what? That being said, he pretty much gets a touchdown every week as it is. If you look at the numbers, so I like the touchdown, which is why there's no spicy pepper because he gets a touchdown pretty much every week.
0: Yeah, I'll go with the David Montgomery touchdown, even without the spicy pepper. All right, what um, what about the Colts at the Bengals, forty three point five? This this line has moved up. I think that's because of uh, Jake Browning looking a little bit better Monday night. This, this line has moved up to
1: 43.5. He definitely had some, some flashes of uh, good quarterback play. You did see his nerves fray at the end of the game with like two consecutive false starts where he lost his footing and like flinched forward. So there's obviously – some mistakes that he's making, but uh, I think ultimately they may have overachieved last week a bit. And I have the Colts here.
0: Got the Colts. I'm going with the Colts as well. The Bengals um, passing defense is super soft. Their run defense is soft. Um, I'm interested in dialing up some Zach Moss or some Michael Pittman. Uh, Their Bengals are 32nd in yards allowed per pass, 19th overall, and they're 29th against the run, 31st in yards allowed per carry. So I like attacking this Colts' side of the ball this week.
1: And, Andy, the first touchdown of Week 13 was none other than a 50-some-yard touchdown for Alec Pierce. And then at the end of the game – he almost had another one where he got pushed out at the one so they're actually throwing to him i'm i'm pretty excited man it was well overdue
0: well overdue yeah look at look at the lines on michael Pitt in the last three weeks i don't think he slows down this week at all i mean this 73 is just way lower than his average i don't think he slows down this week at all man I'm here for it. 28.5 from Alec Pierce seems like really kind of – he got six targets last week. I think the one the one guy that I feel most confident about, though, is Michael Pittman here.
1: Yeah. Uh, Downs has just not continued the momentum he had to start the year. But Pittman on a week-to-week basis is about as – cash money as it gets he's consistent
0: yeah all right jags at the browns this one a 30.5 over <laughs> i'm i'm curious to see who they're starting that quarterback for the browns if it's going to be flacco or uh, dtr if he gets out of concussion protocol
1: it's going to be i think it's going to be flacco
0: and then you got versus uh b3rd um who do you think who do you think wins this game
1: man uh honestly the browns
0: yeah and you know from my from my perspective on underdog i'm thinking if Beathard's coming in even though he's a veteran he's going to be getting a lot of heat from the browns who have an elite pass rush and uh Is what's what's your what's your injury status on Miles Garrett? I know he was banged up last week. Let's
1: see. here Maybe I'm misspelling Garrett. Miles Garrett. Interesting. How do you spell Garrett? It's not coming up.
0: Uh, wasn't it uh G A R R E T T?
1: That's what I thought. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's M Y L E S. Not I I was spelling it M I. Oh,
0: yeah, uh, He's
1: cleared. Oh, that was this past week.
0: Uh, Man, they don't have an Evan Ingram line. No, That's what I want.
1: Uh, we'll not practice Wednesday, but that was last week. So there's no no new updates on him.
0: I just want to I want to play the Evan Ingram line whatever, wherever that's, that's, that's the line I want to play in this game. I I really, man, both these defenses are pretty good. And um, Flacco, Flacco can throw it though. So I wouldn't be opposed to maybe playing like a Njoku line or something.
1: I'd be looking at like uh, Elijah Moore. I'd be looking at like Jerome Ford. Those are really the only two guys I would have anything to do with.
0: Hmm. Yeah, they don't have. Uh, I didn't see any lines up for. Yeah, they don't have any lines up for that game yet. Probably a lot of unknowns they're trying to figure out. Uh, another NFC South divisional game, Steve. Panther Panthers at the Saints.
1: Yeah, I don't think we know who's going to play uh, quarterback yet, but the Panthers just—I don't know, man. I. I kind of wanted them to win last week, just so they could be like, "Hey, we got something going here—a little confidence booster or something." But it's almost unwatchable, man. They—they're not good. They're not good. And uh, I think even if Jameis Winston plays, I, the Saints still win.
0: Yeah, I—I I, I sat on the Panthers' side. I was—I um, moved down to close to the field. Bryce Young is pretty small, man. He's not much bigger than a cheerleader. Uh, but, but he's not like Doug Flutie small, you know, but at the same time, like he's just like a he just looks like a, a normal guy, but he was, you know, pr- warming up on the sideline. He looked fine. He was like trying to fire up his offensive lineman and stuff. Uh, so I think this team, this team is just a done season and they need a fresh start. Uh, like I'm actually, you know, you don't get to see all the sideline antics when you're watching on TV, but when you see them in person, you kind of get a little bit different. I, I think I'll buy a Bryce Young rookie card. Like, I I don't think I want to turn the light off for Bryce Young just yet. I think I would buy one in the in the event that he can really surprise some people next year.
1: And that's a great point. And uh, the time to buy those, if it's not now, I think will actually be in the off season, Andy, when people are. We always say this every year, trying to buy next year's guys uh, the Bowman firsts and stuff like that. So I agree.
0: Yeah. All right. Texans at the Texans at the Jets. Man, these point totals are god awful. (laughs) Brutal, man.
1: Brutal. (laughs) Um, You know, I I mentioned this before. I, I don't think they should have benched. Zach Wilson, That there's there's not a guy they have on that team that's better than him, as bad as he is. But he's the only guy that maybe has upside that they might unlock something and he could learn under Rodgers. In fact, it seems like Rodgers is going to bat for him more than anybody else is. So that's good because young guys like that, especially if their ego is uh, taking a massive hit and need kind of like a mentor, if you will, so I will say this: Jets have beaten or almost beaten some really good teams this year. So I actually don't want anything to do with p- taking the winner. I'll pick a winner, but I wouldn't put my own money on this game.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. With how good that Jets passing defense is, I know the pa- the Texans passing offense is elite in the NFL, but the Jets don't also they also don't have a passing offense so uh yeah it's like i'm not really uh, man this it, is just such such a hard game to predict um i believe that cj stroud will do enough find a way to win this so i'm gonna go with the texans i think the texans can come in here and win this especially if the with the quarterbackless jets against them but he he pro- he probably can find a way to score a couple touchdowns. But he's gonna suffer without Tank Dell. And that's why Nico and Brevin Jordan have got to step up. This might be the Brevin Jordan another big Brevin Jordan game, honestly, with guys like Sauce Gardner covering covering Nico. Although Nico's been balling out, man.
1: Yeah, may there may not be any drop off. It just may mean more volume for Nico, yeah. honestly.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, Vikings uh, at the Raiders.
1: You know, uh, they haven't announced a QB yet, so you got to be a little bit nervous about picking a winner here. But if it's not Dobbs, um, I'm a bit concerned because even though Jefferson's back this week, you don't really know what the distribution is going to look like. So if you've been riding the hot hand with Hawkinson, um, if they bring in someone new, you don't really know what what they're capable of and who they're gonna favor and all that stuff so I actually don't really like this one either if I like anybody it's a couple of the Raiders skill position guys and that's it
0: yeah yeah I don't like I'm, I'm winty man uh actually I'm, I think
1: that a Madison might have a good game that's one of the things you can say safely regardless of who's quarterbacking Raiders run defense is pretty awful.
0: Whoops, I just totally exited out of underdog. I wonder if it saves like your your drafts. Cause I was actually just thinking, yeah, it's actually a really good uh really good pick. The Raiders run defense is 24th and 24th in yards allowed per carry. Oh look, they saved my slip. Yeah. that's awesome. So I was gonna see if Alexander, yeah, Alexander Madison, 51.5 rushing yards, lock it in. Look at that, it's a full slip, brother. Sweet. It's a full slip right there. All yeah, I, right. Think,
1: I think at this point in time, you know, Dobbs does give them the best chance of winning. Those other guys, we don't really know a lot about uh, the rookie. And then I, I can't remember the, the veteran that they have on that team, but he's just not not that good either. So, yeah, Dobbs makes a lot of mistakes and turns the ball over. But when he's not, he is a playmaker. So, Hmm you just have to hope that he's on the better side of luck uh this sunday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks at 49ers, NFC West battle,
1: 10 and a half. Man, uh Seahawks I will say probably played their best game this last week.
0: Right? They can't, they woke up against Dallas, man.
1: They <laughs> they looked pretty good. But um I'm not sure that it's going to be enough against the Niners or that they could even replicate that against the Niners. I will say the 10 and may be a bit generous, but uh, just from a winning standpoint, I would take the Niners.
0: That Niners, that Niners defense, man, have given Geno nightmares before. Uh, I got to go with Niners here at home. Definitely like um, uh, some Christian McCaffrey bets on on this one some Christian mccaffrey overs
1: chase young sack is there a chase young sack
0: chase chase young sack oh interesting you know what's
1: interesting is a lot of people especially you know because the bears didn't get chase young there was a big debate about you know why didn't we get him we gave up more of a pick and we didn't get chase young and then people are like oh chase young's hurt or chase young this or whatever but clearly not hurt. You can tell by the few games he played since he's been back. And even though he's only had a few sacks himself, the number of sacks that the team has been able to uh, produce with him in the lineup is quite a bit higher.
0: I'm going with my man Travis House's recommendation. I found Chase McLaughlin, not No Chase Young. (laughs) Go over.
1: You think it's just going to be a uh, kick fest?
0: Hey, it's a good way to hedge your bets, right? (laughs) Go with. All they have to do is make two field goals. That's not that's hey, that's not that bad. Is, going, it,
1: is it at Tampa, Andy? It's
0: it's in the it's in the Atlanta Dome.
1: Okay, so weather is not a factor.
0: Not a factor, man. Go ahead and dial up Young Hoku and Chase McLaughlin. All they do, two field goals apiece, and you're making an easy three X. <laughs> kicker putting, sheets,
1: guys. Don't forget your kicker sheets.
0: I'm locking it in, man. I'm locking it in. All right. What? Uh. Now th- this one. Th- now we're starting to heat up, man. As we get here into the late afternoon and night games, last four games, uh, actually five games, you doubleheader on Monday night. But uh, Bills at the Chiefs, forty-eight point five over under.
1: Yeah, I think that the the amount of choking the Bills have done is bound for a reversal of uh, fate, if you will. And the Chiefs, who are just kind of starting to choke, uh, are due for a little bit more. So I'm actually going Bills.
0: Oh, in KC, that would be some nice revenge for the Bills, man. I expect this game to come down to the wire and be some some pretty uh, dramatic, fun there towards the end. Going with the Bills, man. I just can't see the. I, I got to go with the Chiefs in this game, but yeah, it's, that one should be exciting to bet some overs on both sides there as we get some some more lines open up towards this weekend. What about, what about the Broncos and Chargers? They got two more AFC West <laughs> teams battling out here. You
1: know, I hate to say it because I, I have a soft spot for the Chargers, man. I've always kind of liked them since Tomlinson played, but they just look flat i mean you can't put up six points more than six points against the patriots now granted you shut them out i'll give them that but um it just it's not a good look man uh, yeah. I, I think that they just narrowly lose this week and they're pretty much done
0: it's wild man the chargers run offense currently ranks 23rd the passing offense is sixth overall 18th in yards per pass, but yeah, they, they, um, they had a really bad, they've had some really bad weeks and the Chargers passing defense has been really bad. So I'm, I'm curious because the Broncos passing offense hasn't been too bad. Um, I'm almost wondering this one could get interesting, Steve. This one could be a sneaky shootout game to target. Especially with it being a divisional matchup, and both these teams probably think they still got a shot at the playoffs if they can win out.
1: So Josh Palmer just started practicing again, but they have not activated him from the injured reserve yet. Realistically, that is the difference maker between them being a functional offense and not. I mean, you, you have two elite weapons in Eckler and Keenan Allen. But when you only have two weapons, and then there's a cliff after that fact, you can hone in on just two guys. But if you have other playmakers, well, now it becomes a little bit more dynamic. I mean, you see that with Dallas, you see that with Cincy, and a lot of other teams that have multiple playmakers, the Vikings. So until they get him back, I mean, they're just kind of swimming against the stream.
0: This thing, this game's got to be a get-right spot for the Chargers i'm gonna i'm gonna put in i'm gonna be putting in some bets on the both of these teams to go over I'll probably do an overslip with a couple of players from each side um what about the Eagles Cowboys Sunday night football this to me is the biggest game of the week right here this is this is the big this is the big boy
1: that's a big game man
0: that's a fifty one point five over under too holy it's cow going up.
1: Or no, it went down, my bad. It went, it went down.
0: down point and a half, but my word, that's the biggest over-under on the slate by far.
1: You know, um, I was decisively picking Dallas, but then I found out Dallas Goddard's back, who somehow miraculously healed from uh, arm surgery from two weeks ago when they said he'd be out for four weeks. So uh, he makes that team a lot better, honestly. So... I still think Dallas wins, but uh, maybe not as decisively as I thought before. Um, and, and Swift did practice, too. So, I mean, they should be at, like, full steam, both sides. But I think that Dallas wins. They make the division, uh, you know, record going into the last few weeks that much more interesting. And, uh, yeah, it's crapshoot, man. But uh, Cowboys this week, I think.
0: I think, so. I think the Cowboys win, too. I mean, their offensive line has been blocking their asses off. Ceedee Lamb has been getting open all over the place, and Dak has been playing really well. And then, like you said, they finally figured out how to use Brandon Cooks. Uh, they figured out, and and that opens things up um, for Tony Pollard. They've been he, they've been utilizing him a little bit better. I think I think the Cowboys get this one done because. Um yeah and maybe this turns into a pretty high scoring affair. We'll see on the Eagles side. Um but I think ultimately like the Cowboys have been playing really well at home too and I think they get I think they win this one. Which will be huge for Dak prices. They're going to keep going up, you know. If you run the numbers by
1: last 4 weeks. CeeDee Lamb is the number 1 wide receiver. Brandon Cooks is the number 9 wide receiver wow that's a a big deal that's a big deal and then just for just for the lulls Jake Ferguson is the five in tight ends so I mean you're dealing with a plethora of weapons and now you have the run game coming back to life slowly here too so
0: yeah Dak playing well man uh, pretty pretty easy matchup here monday night for the for the dolphins playing in miami hosting the titans with uh, the worst offensive line in the n f l uh rookie quarterback who they can't protect and um a a just a really bad bad secondary <laughs> so it's like dude is, i mean Tyree killed jalen waddles are just going to be running wild, brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, sadly, this these are the kind of games that worry me because much like last week, uh, it could be in the books by a halftime kind of thing again. And whatever the starters have, fantasy point-wise, stat-wise, that's it probably for the game. So Mike White comes in, A-Chan comes in, and you know, wide receiver four, five, six, and seven come in. So I actually hope that Titans can somehow keep it close, but Henry's out and uh, yeah, it does it just doesn't bode well. I mean, there's, it's really not, it's not going to be much of a game. I think it's going to be about as one-sided as you can imagine.
0: Yeah. And it's an Island game. So it's like great, uh, great opportunity to buy into the Dolphins players cards and quick flip them on this kind of little run that they're on because this they have a they have a pretty tough stretch after this game against the Titans so I like this I like this they're on a little stretch right now and it could cap off with this game for they before they go back up in the playoffs but this would be a nice opportunity and then the same thing I feel for the Packers here Steve to wrap it up Packers in New York the biggest TV market in the country uh, going to play the Giants in another island game where it's like a lot of people are going to be tuning in just to watch Jordan Love and, and the um and the Packers. And even if you if even if you don't have Christian Watson, I think Jaden, Jaden Reed steps up, Romeo Dobbs, Dontavian Wicks, like this Packers, uh, Packers team, their offense right now ranks 10th overall, and the Giants passing defense ranks 29th in yards allowed per pass and 23rd overall the run defense is 28th so i mean even if aj dylan sucks and aaron jones i think i think aaron jones is going to be back too if aaron jones is back watch out i'd be dialing up all your packers players
1: dylan kind of looked like uh, a little bit motivated this past week
0: about time man he he (laughs) he ran hard
1: um, his yards for carry was way up. Um, so, you know, maybe it's a sign of things to come. Maybe they have things in order. Um, hard to say, but you know, the giants defense has been pretty bad, but in a weird way, this is also kind of a scary game because giants unexpectedly have pro- played pretty well with their, I don't know how, what string quarterback run third at this point. Uh, they've, yeah. they've won or kept some games close with him in there, so I'm a little bit leery of the uh, spread. But I think that uh, ultimately the Packers win.
0: Yeah, and this game could go over. Then, if their quarterback can play somewhat competently, they could. this This game could go over and get pretty interesting. I think we get a shootout.
1: Yeah, and we have. Uh, am I seeing this? Two Monday nighters.
0: Yeah, man, the doubleheader at the same it's kicking off at the same time.
1: Interesting.
0: So I think a lot of the country is going to get this Giants-Packers uh, game on ABC. And then you've got uh, Dolphins on ESPN. So it almost seems like they're prioritizing the Giants-Packers.
1: Yeah, I mean, Packers essentially need the win dolphins kind of need the win but they're already kind of at the top spot so the win's not going to hurt them for sure
0: and i think they just ultimately do it because they know so many more people are going to watch the new york giants game because the giants have the largest tv market in the country if you look at the population per square mile uh tv viewers um i've looked at the nielsen media research on this the giants and the jets uh market area is just so dense dude there's so many millions of people that will have the ability to watch this game so and the packers are kind of up in the northern regions nfc they got a lot of fans so i think that's why they're they're prioritizing that game so that would be the one i like i like i like uh put making some plays there's probably some decent um card plays potentially on comc for a guy like Jaden reed even though he is a rookie so it's going to be tough but you know i think if
1: if uh you picked up some rookies um in the early season before uh things got a little crazy for love this past few weeks you know his price has kind of bottomed out pretty hard and they went up Back up pretty, pretty quick here, too. So uh, I'm not saying it's the ceiling yet, but again, we talked about it earlier in the show where it's the holidays. This is a good time where you could make that deal now before it gets too close to Christmas. If you're looking to move on and move into something else, you want to do it when they're on a winning streak.
0: Yeah, man, check out the prices on these mosaics for uh, Jaden Reed. Three dollars and fourteen cents. Three dollars and forty-three cents wow. on the green. That's nice. And there's only a couple of them up. Uh, this one, the orange, is numbered out of one ninety-nine too. Oh, wow.
1: That's for only a buck more for the serial number. That's a steal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. That that's a steal. Uh not see cards oh,
1: remotely only.
0: Items store standard yeah. shipping only. Uh,
1: yeah, you can't uh, store it on com c
0: that's weird okay well uh, you probably can maybe f- get go, go after the green one then there you go go after the green one and i think i i think i spent my last 14 on the uh like there's been some sales data on it too a dollar 76 uh that was two months ago so
1: yeah i mean he's just he's just getting going so
0: yeah, yeah, just getting going. Just getting going. So this one's for you guys because I got no store credit uh, anymore. I will have to add more, and we are out of time. So we'll leave you with that. That snipe. Uh, appreciate all you guys, Rich Reno, hanging out with us, Travis. Man, love your your prop takes. Filthy. Good luck this weekend, sir. <laughs> SV bets thundering good luck to your mitch tomorrow night and your steelers you as well steve late stick mr t we're out guys y'all have a good night good luck this weekend steve
1: best of luck playoffs start next week win your matchups
0: there you go peace